is going on everybody and welcome back to gamer credits this is going to be season two level six let's introduce the players we got player one bp what up kid what's going on oh uh, man you know here to talk about some video games what about you hey man as always man i'm ready all right all right and speaking of ready player number two captain Starchild, are you ready oh one second i'm not ready yet all right, how's everybody doing? What's up, man? There he is. Hey, man, I'm having some technical difficulties because the ping is showing that I am in the red, so my audio might cut out. Awesome. It's a great way to start. Yeah, I love man. it. I exactly. love it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, other than that, I'm doing great. How, how's everybody else doing? Hey, man, we're we're, ma- we're maintaining, man. At least we're I can here, speak man. myself. <laughs> well, you're here. That's the important part. That's it, man. That's true. <laughs> and then, of course, you got player number three. It's your boy, Kid Dream. So, before we get into the nice little couple of topics we got today, does anybody have a gaming moment of the week? I definitely do, but uh, Star, you want to go ahead first? I don't have anything that came to mind, so I'm just going to be sitting back listening to your moment. This man right here. right? I was trying to get him to do that to buy me some time, but (laughs) because I was trying to look back (laughs) on my list now. (laughs) All right, well, here, how about this? Uh, This will be my gaming moment and... Star Child's gaming moment. Nice. Because I finally, for the first time, was able to get not only Star, but BP over to the house to play some video games in person. And so uh, that within itself was a fun, fun time. However, the actual gaming moment of the week comes down to when uh, Star and I were playing Resident Evil 5. (laughs) Yeah, I was getting ready to say y'all played. I just watched it yeah, for yeah, full I, transparent. What? No, I said I, I got nothing against that game before you start, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, putting a bad name on me. But nah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say paranoid. for full <laughs> transparency, I have played Resident Evil Five. I can't even count how many times. Love the game, phenomenal. Yeah. I, kn- I know it in and out. This is true. Uh, Star, on the other hand, <laughs> has not had the fortune of playing it uh, as many times as myself, and so. Uh, so we uh we just running through some early game levels, and of course, you know, I already had a bunch of the weapons and upgrades unlocked and everything like that. And I'll just say it was definitely an experience, kind of going through it again with him, uh, being not necessarily his first time, but one of his first times, kind of going through the game. It was uh definitely a blast, definitely a blast. It was frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look, got to keep playing, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, I, can I say this? I mean, even though admittedly I showed up late, you know, as I yeah. usually do fashionably, uh, when I came in, though, when I saw... All right, Kanye. All right, Kanye. Yeah, well, I guess. I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of... I know, that took me off guard. Uh, hey, but but from what I've seen, you know, coming in, man, uh, Star Lake, you was holding it down, man, in Resident Evil, man. I was actually impressed with some of the aiming you did. Yeah, that didn't happen. Oh, but, man. I mean, you were getting some headshots, man. I was like, hey. The the aiming in that game and that little red little radar <laughs> light that you get to use, they definitely need to be moved out from any game in the future. That does not translate well in today's gaming. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun. It was definitely a blast. I go through that with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was great cool. just it watching cool. going nuts with it. So that was pretty cool. And it brought bad memories. Yeah, I think it was it made me want to play it again. Really, really bad. 
I was gonna say the 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 listeners may not know this, but that was our first time ever meeting. First time ever meeting. Oh, okay. that was a, that was that was a joke. And dang it, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Wish I had that sound effect that or something. Yeah, like, that was, yeah. That's what it felt like just then. Oh man, I might need to add that because that was a that was that was tough. Yeah, I'm gonna find. I might try gonna, to find a way to do it. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna edit that out, yeah. We're gonna edit it out now. <laughs> no, no sound effects is completely the robot. Yeah, he is, is kind of robot from... right now. Oh, sorry, he's still there. I'm here. <laughs> is the ping oh, still like man. showing kind of like low on, on your end? Yeah. Yes, it is, y'all. Okay. I apologize. Oh, that's all good. I'm just giving the audience some context. So, all right, well, that was cool. But yeah, I mean, it was a fun time just seeing y'all playing and going at it, playing uh, Resident Evil. What about you, BP? Um, well, I guess you didn't want to go into the Naruto, I guess, right? Oh, <laughs> I'm just curious because well, you know, I was like, gonna give him some dignity. You know? Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. So for me, I uh, know if you insist, if you insist, <laughs> just real quick, uh, after Resident Evil Five, I, I challenged him to a couple matches of Naruto uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm Four, and uh, I. I, I beat him every time. Well, I won every game. As he pointed out, he won a round, but I, I won every game. He knocked down a round, so we got to give him that, I guess. We'll, we'll give him that. We'll give him that this time. This time. <laughs> so, I guess, coming to me, uh, I had I actually have some that I forgot to talk about last episode. Um, All right. So, the first thing was, I actually played and beat the game Trek to Yumi. Um, Ooh, through, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and honestly, I mean, I like the game, you know, it was a really cool side scrolling game that, you know, cause I hadn't played a side scroller really like that in a while. I don't, I, you know, at least yeah. memory serves me correctly. I haven't, but, um, it was really fun. Um, I will say that it was very impressive. Um, as far as visually, I know like it had that black and white scheme, you know, that, um, in the style of, uh, I think Kurosawa, the famous director. Of like you know, um, not only samurai movies but other movies he's directed. It kind of had that style to it of black and white, you know, presentation. Um, yeah. But it it the combat was it was simple. You know, it was nothing like really complicated. It taught you everything on the fly, um, and it was just a really cool experience. I mean, it got annoying a couple of times just because it didn't really. It had a little bit of delay just from me playing, but maybe that's just because I didn't know what I was doing sometimes. <laughs> But uh, okay. <laughs> it was uh, but it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, I will say it was very bleak, very bleak. Uh, because it really kind of centers on like you know villages getting attacked. Um, just to really kind of avoid giving too much spoiler. And there was just a lot of wailing and and, and cries and, and uh, of terror and and just uh, um, just uh, well, I don't know how else to follow it up with, but just terror and just chaos was just you know just like in the air and you just heard like a bunch of people crying and you know they lost loved ones so um you know i bring it up because it could be triggering for people who really kind of have to deal with grief you know you know recently or just continue dealing with it you know it could be kind of triggering but um overall it was a pretty good experience and not that long i think it was like maybe five or six hours okay that was gonna be my question about how long did it take you to be because i actually uh have it installed and i do want to check it out but i was Mm -hmm. just kind of curious on you know, if it's a little bite-sized game or if it, you know, upwards of 20 hours or whatnot. Yeah, I would say bite-sized of roughly uh, roughly five or six hours. It depends on what you're doing in it. You know, like if you're trying to explore a little bit or get some items outside of the yeah. campaign. 
but yeah, and, and it's one, and it's usually it's a one and done. So I mean, take that as you will. I mean, it's on Game Pass when I played it, so it seemed yep, worth it to me. How I got downloaded. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> so and then the other thing was, uh, my son and I actually finished Overcooked Two, which was really stressful. <laughs> the last, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last level, but uh, oh, it was. Yeah, oh, man, listen, um, but it was still fun. It was still fun. So uh, it was a good experience. I still recommend it for people. Um, I will say that you now you think that game is stressful. We, we actually came across another game today uh, called Space Lines from the Far Out. And yeah, that it's like over it's like overcooked, but it's in space. And you have so many other things you have to kind of oh. stay on top of. Like you got to you got to budget. You got to maintain. You got to make sure the ship is steering in the right course and not hitting asteroids you got to fix things around the ship you got to feed your passengers yeah there's just a lot you have to do yeah i I believe i know what game you're referring to and yeah i i can definitely get the overcooked anxiety vibe from that game as well oh yeah it's it's i would argue it's worse because it's like the first i think this actually the second level we played we failed like easily yeah because it was like oh yeah you didn't remember to do your fuel for the ship and i was like ah okay now we have to worry about fuel great (laughs) Yeah, that game looks uh looks intense as well. Right. But yeah, that, that was about it. Okay. All right. Not a bad week. Not a bad week. I would, I would uh, say so. And you know, a good thing that finally happened this week, I feel like uh, they announced this quite a while ago, even though it really wasn't that long ago, uh, is finally the uh, new subscription for PlayStation Plus. We finally have the two additional tiers. What is it? The extra and... What premium or something like that? Is right. what they called it. That is correct, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, just kind of wanted to just give not say a review of it, but maybe like our, our first impressions of of what we think uh, of what they now that we finally have the full catalog of what's going to be offered. You know what we kind of think of that in the service. Um, one thing I do want to just say real quick. Uh, I do like this, and I, and I hope you know maybe Xbox or you know Nintendo or our other companies really try to implement this is. I love that with the higher tiers, you get the game trials. Um, and, you know, different ones have different times. So, like, I think Horizon, the new one, I, I, I can't remember if it's, like, three or five hours. I think it's three hours. Mm-hmm. I think Cyberpunk's, like, five hours. Um, most games are, like, two hours. And I, I really do like that because I, I miss the days of having demos and being able to try a game before you purchase it. And so I, I do like how uh, they do it incorporate this into the subscription i think that's a good idea so to take what you said i agree with all that except for it being a part of the tier subscription i'm not gonna lie to you like i honestly feel like yeah yeah i honestly feel like that should just be part of you know the package with uh even a playstation just regular plus or whatever i think it's essential that's what they renamed it to or something like that oh yeah, so, I see. Yeah, I don't mind. Basic. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a just a dressy way of saying, you know, basic. It's just hilarious to me. But uh so that's that's just my opinion on it. I know there are other people who kind of shared your sentiment of, hey, you know, it's still a cool deal that you get the trial, you know, because you know, they're not going because they're not going that direction, obviously, of the new day one releases for everything yet. So, you know, trial is better than nothing. So I can sort of get that, but at the same time, just like, come on, like, you can just really throw that in the basic plan. Yeah, that's yeah, my that'd be nice. But um, I do like some of the games that they're offering right now. Um, they do have some some pretty big hitters, and um, you know, they're going to be rotating games in quite frequently. 
and uh, and often and everything. And I, and I do I, I do like what they have. Um, mm. I know for me, like one of the big standouts right now is Returnal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because we talked about that in the previous episode, and I actually still am curious to play that. So yeah, um, I definitely yeah, because I definitely want to go ahead and try that out. That probably would uh would make me get this um the plan. Is uh. If I'm not mistaken, Returnal got a co-op mode that came out a couple months ago. So I would imagine it did. You're right. You get that, you know, because I think I think it was like a free update. So I would imagine it's included with this, you know, being part of the subscription. So right, I'm uh, really excited for that. Actually, yeah. So that sounds like it'd be pretty cool. I think we lost Star, man. I haven't heard. Hey, I haven't. <laughs> Star, are you there? You might be having technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess why he's uh figuring that out um let's see what uh, what else do they have oh yeah t- 2k22s on there so you know for your, <laughs> your sports fans out there yeah yeah a little sweet addition i think um uh, just to kind of because i know game pass has it right yeah it was so funny because game pass really got it like maybe a month ago so right now it's just funny that now it's on playstation plus i'm just wondering if they felt like they had to you know kind of like as a i don't know i don't want to say dig at game pass but just to kind of look at what game pass was offering and kind of say hey we really have to kind of come close to matching what they're doing i just kind of wonder about that yeah and then how did that work exactly because i know game pass had to work out a deal um with uh 2k so i'm just kind of wondering if you know sony kind of worked out the same same deal or did they have to i mean obviously the 2k could probably make up their mind to say hey we can do it to both parties but you know i just kind of wondered you know I just kind of wonder about that because I know that there must have been some kind of deal or arrangement that Xbox made with them that they were satisfied with. And just to see that Sony was able to do the exact same thing for their tier system just kind of makes me wonder. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely an interesting thing to kind of uh, discuss and just wonder, like, you know, one day we could probably have a discussion about the inner workings of how these subscriptions work and, you know, what kind of deals go on the background. But it is I'm sure 2K was like, oh, Xbox, you want to give us money for this? Yeah, okay, fine. Oh, mm. PlayStation, you want to give us money too? Okay, yeah, bet. Say less. Yeah. We'll so, take it off. Yeah, because I'm just wondering, like, um, and, and especially because I'm imagining that the sales for the 2K22 weren't as great as the prior entries. So I'm just kind of wondering if maybe yeah. that kind of opened the door for that as well, for them to say, well, hey, we might as well make these deals so we can definitely get some money, some, you know, you know, kind of get, get kind of get some some kind of good return from it. Yeah, and uh, I know uh, Star might not be with us right now, <laughs> but as I'm looking through the list, Naruto Ninja Storm 4 is on there, so uh, Star, you know, might want to go ahead and get it downloaded, brush up on them skills for next say, time, yeah, man. Yeah, you know it now, he's about to go into full training mode, man. <laughs> I, I can I can just imagine him going to like Rocky 4, uh, Rocky 4 mode, like the training mantra. Hey man, he might have to, he might have to, because... Uh... <laughs> um, hey man, he wants to redeem himself. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we already knew this, but Spider-Man Miles Morales is on there, which is definitely a big hitter, big mm-hmm. heavy hitter. Um, good game, and you know, definitely if you, if you have a PS5 or you know even just PS4, um, it's definitely worth kind of checking out and playing. Oh yeah, definitely, uh-huh. definitely. They um, they had another one on there too. I know, and then Ghost, of course. You know, they do got Ghost yep. featured on there. Ghost uh, director's cut too. More yeah, that was crazy. I saw that. I was like, okay. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I just was kind of surprised they do it on there like that um yeah it was, it's pretty good because i actually never got around to playing the director's cut content so um uh, this was a, a good opportunity i know for me to kind of check it out now that it's available yeah that's right you haven't been in ghost in good bit right uh it's 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 been a while it has been a while yeah so 
But yeah, it was a nice, nice little addition. They got a lot of, you know, looking through the list now as we're talking, um, they got a lot of really decent titles in there at the very least if people warmed up to the idea. Oh, they even yeah. have Fire Pro Wrestling. I, actually, I wanted to try that. I never buy it, admittedly, but now that it's under, <laughs> I want to try. I want to try it now. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have a pretty good selection of games. Not only uh, a couple of newer things, but they do have a good bit of older games on here as well as I'm kind of going further and further down the list. And, uh, you know, I, I, as a whole, I don't think it's a bad package. I, I think they definitely have um, a lot of heavy hitters. You know, what's funny, BP, that I'm noticing was that uh, a lot of the games on here are the exact same or a lot of similar same games on Game Pass. See, that's what I was wondering, man. That's why I was kind of wondering if they really, really carefully crafted this to do that, you know, to kind of really go in direct. Because I know they were like trying to say that they weren't really in direct competition with it. But, you yeah. know, I think we were I think we were we, I think all of us really weren't too fooled by that. It's like, yeah, we, we kind of feel like that's just your way of night. Not outward saying it, but I think that you really are kind of going on that realm. Yeah, and I mean, it ain't bad. I mean, you know, because there are some really good games on Game Pass. So, you know, oh, yeah. I, I think it's nice that they have a lot of similar ones here on uh, the PlayStation Plus description. But, um, you know, there are definitely some uh, interesting games on here as well that you might not even find on Game Pass. Or, you know, I'm just going further and further down the list. And there's some nice things on here. So, I, you know, I, I, I like what they're doing. So I'll be interested to know, though, like, how often are they going to add to this list? You know, like, is it going to kind of reflect what Game Pass does on their kind of yeah. the way they do it? Do you think this is going to be exactly like that? Or do you think they're going to try to push even more titles on there? So, you know, that's a good question. I, I know they mentioned, like, I think the middle of the month is when they'll add more games to it every month, I think is what they kind of stated a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and so I, I definitely see them, you know, continue to add more. Um, I, I guess for me, my biggest thing that I want to see and what I'd be curious about is uh, mainly, you know, kind of what they add and when they add. Because mm. one of the things that Game Pass has, uh, like, as an advantage is that not only do the, these games come to that service, but a lot of these games come day one. For instance, uh, right. Outriders. Yeah, yeah. That's a good so, point. You, you know. It, you know, it's one thing about, yeah, will PlayStation get these games on the service, you know, at some point, yeah, probably, maybe, but when, you know, is it going to be day one or is it going to be six months down the road, you know? Right. That's a good point. What do you think? Um, I mean, Sony still carries that arrogance, I still feel like, so it'd probably be some time. Like, I don't think they would feel like necessarily need, like, Game Pass would uh, to do that. And honestly, I think Game Pass might have to reinvent itself as far... Well, not reinvent itself. That's not really a good word to use. But just it would probably need to reassess how often they're releasing titles on there just because of the fact that a lot of their main hitters aren't are slated into, uh, are slated for next year. So they're going to have to really look... Yeah. They're going to really look, look for what's going to get them through for the holidays and you know get the systems and the subscriptions out there and moving. So um, I think they're going to probably be more in tune with looking at how they can release more titles on it at least i'm thinking and you know as opposed to sony you know they may just be like nah we're we're." yeah it's gonna be interesting to see kind of how these two uh subscription services kind of compete now because uh like like you said i mean playstation might still try to be arrogant but you know it's if you don't got the games then people aren't gonna want to pay that extra for it you know and I will say, I guess, you know, it's kind of smart how they still have that basic. So, you know, you might just have people stick into the basic sub and not upgrading. I'm just I'm curious to see, man. I'm just I'm curious to see because I I think they're setting themselves up for success. 
but it's just a matter of how much they continue to update it because you know if three four six months eight months down the road if they're not adding these big you know flagship games you know if they're not getting these AAA companies to get their game on the service either day one or even you know a few months later right you know then i think people are going to stop subbing basically or go back to that basic sub you know if they can't keep adding constant titles you know what i mean very true very true because people have to feel like they're getting value out of it so yeah, yeah. i agree with that even I mean, if it is like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know kind of like I, I think we discussed it either maybe in the last week's episode or i know like in the pre-discussion pre-talk or whatever pre-show mm-hmm. um you know that's kind of a discussion going on with xbox and game pass is that you know uh do people still feel that value? Do people want to keep subbing? You know, if you don't have these new and interesting games coming to the service, you know, every month, a couple of months, you know, the people want to continue paying that sub every month, you know? Very true. Yeah. And that's the topic that's still very much alive. I've seen. So, you know, I can definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, that definitely makes a big difference. In yes. So I, I guess closing thoughts on it uh, before we move on. Will you be upgrading to extra premium? <laughs> Um, probably extra to be honest with you at the time, uh, because yeah. I'm not. I mean, is it? Would it be cool to go back and play like a lot of the older titles? Like, I mean, well, PS3 is gonna be streaming, so I don't know how pumped I feel about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, there are some PS2 and one titles that you know were really cool. I like, but I just not really at that space where I'm ready to kind of go back to that yet. And plus, I still have the PS2. Um, I think I got a PlayStation one still laying around somewhere. So I can still access those games that I have. So I mean, I don't know. Time will tell. I mean, we'll just have to see how it goes and how nostalgic I get or something like that, and I might end up upgrading. But right now, probably just be same for you. How about you? Uh yeah, I, I'm thinking more towards the extra. I was a little hesitant at first, but then uh, as they kind of announced more games, and as as the more I kind of thought about it, I was like, you know what? I, I might just pay the extra couple bucks to to have the extra and just to kind of see what they throw out there because they do have some interesting things you know returnal like i said um and you know a couple other games that are on their director's cut ghost tsushima and you know titles that i do kind of want to check out that i right. i wouldn't mind just you know upgrading the sub because they already have the basic playstation plus mm-hmm. so it, i wouldn't mind just chipping out a couple more bucks for it because i think it, as of right now the offering they do have are pretty good and again i'm just kind of hopeful that down the road they continue to uh add more um even more of them there. Right, you know, even heavy hitters to it, but yeah, I think I'm gonna be with you with the extra the premium. I don't really see too much value, you know, for it as of right now. Right, uh, that might change, but yeah, I think the extra is that perfect sweet spot for me. Yeah, All right. yeah, All right. and I, uh, my sentiment is exactly that's just where I'm gonna stay at right now. I'm sure if uh, Star was on, he probably says, <laughs> "I can't say uh, yeah. extra." Yeah, no, nah, I don't think he would do premium. <laughs> oh man, well, I guess uh, we can move on. To our next topic, then, while we uh, wait to see how he feels. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And then we'll just, re- I guess, if he wants to give some thoughts as we wrap up, then I'll do that. So, uh, this past Sunday, Xbox and Bethesda had their uh, game showcase and announced, you know, the, the you know, and, and did a little presentation showing off the upcoming games and everything. And, you know, I, I'll say this uh, real quick, because, uh, you know, if Sark can come back, I know he has a lot to say as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I you know, say what you want about the actual presentation within itself and, you know, what they showed off. I like the stance that they took and they, you know, stated this right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, basically what they said was, hey, look, everything you're about to see is coming out within the next 12 months, you know. 
and 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 I like that because you know how many times have we had conferences and have we had games shown that don't come out for two, three, five, six years, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's just it's ridiculous. And so I I really appreciated the whole. You know what? Look, we're just going to show you things that are coming out within the next year, and you know, mm-hmm. say what you want about what they show. You know, whether you liked it or you loved it, I like knowing that whatever they showed you in four months, in one month, in six months. You can go and you can play right away. Yeah, and that is a bonus because I know we had a discussion about that in, I think, a previous episode of ours, just, just talking about, you know, because it, it, it is aggravating to have a game kind of mentioned and, and, and put out there and then, like you said, not slated for like, or slated for like five or seven years down the line or something like that, yeah. or like or three or four years or something. Um, so to that end, I do agree with you on that, that it is cool to say, hey, you know, everything don't worry, everything that we're about to show you or talk about is going to be releasing within the next few few months or, you know, several months, as opposed to like, oh, it's still two or three years out or something like that. Um, yes. Now, of course, that could change. You know, they could always delay it if something's <laughs> not shaping up. But the idea behind what you're saying, yeah, I think that is because I've always kind of thought that I was like, you know, it's just not to me It's not cool to like I know some people are OK with that because they like, you know, getting on a hype train and just kind of like, I guess, torturing themselves by getting so overhyped over a game that's not slated to come out for three uh, slated to come out for three years but i just was yeah. never one that i just wasn't like that i was just like no don't do that because that you know what i mean because that's going to run the risk of me just forgetting all about it and not caring exactly. and being like oh yeah that's right okay whatever and, and as opposed to oh okay i can wait a few months exactly exactly um now you know and then i think we're a lot of kind of uh i'll say contention but or or whatnot it is it, just from what the actual games that they showed off. I know some people were a little disappointed or, you know, underwhelmed with it, um, which I, I can definitely understand. Like I said, it was a really risky approach because they could have shown, you know, maybe bigger things they had in the works. You know, we still haven't seen Avowed. We still haven't seen Fable. We still haven't seen, you know, uh, the other Scrolls 6. There's still a lot of big things that they could have shown. But, yeah, and I, I did like the approach. Um, and, you know, for me, I, I, I definitely enjoyed a good bit of what they had you know they started off the show with redfall and at bp i think you and i both kind of agreed that it looks pretty fun it looks interesting yeah and i mean i'm a sucker for co-op you know like i I just really like co-op experience you know like uh you know just just hanging out with you know the friends and just you know being able to experience uh something that we can just come together and on and and go against like the enemy ai or something like that like i I just always been drawn to that type of thing so it definitely did come off very appealing. Um, and, you know, like, I looked at it and I kind of got, like, Back for Blood vibes, which I still have yet to really get into that game. And I've seen yeah. some, I know there's been some negative, uh, you know, criticism over that and everything, like, you know, like how it, how it plays and the difficulty level and all that. So, and maybe this won't be anything like that, but um, I can kind of understand where people were kind of like saying, hey, it looks a little generic or it looks kind of like a spinoff of Black for Blood where it doesn't seem like it's adding anything new. But for me, I'm like, eh, as long as it holds up and, you know, like I said, that fun factor with your friends is there and, and apparent, then, you know, I think it'd be fine. I think it'd be fine. Uh, I think that the issue would come about is if I didn't have anybody to play it with, then I could probably yeah. start being like, you know, it doesn't look that appealing. Because I think really the only thing that when I looked at it, visually i mean it's okay the gameplay is okay but what i was drawn from it was just the 
co-op nature of it. Um, so yeah, that's the biggest seller point. If 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 that falls through, and like let's say for example, you <laughs> and Star and some of my other friends don't get it, and I'm just stuck, and I'm like, eh, I don't really care anymore. So yeah, well, I'll say, say definitely, I'll be checking it out. Um, and you know, I do like because like I said, the whole co-op thing, it, it looks like it's more of kind of like a whole hero shooter type thing, and you know, mm. each character has his own unique abilities and things it can kind of do in the role that it plays. And so, um, what do you think I'll about the dialogue? Ah, uh, like, you know, the dialogue with the characters and all that stuff. Cause I've kind of heard some comparisons of like some knockoff. What did somebody say? I really wish I remember who said it, but it says like a knockoff kind of Buffy, the vampire slayer kind of like dialogue that was in there, which I was like, yeah, I don't I, know. I didn't think of it that hard, but you know, just curious to see what, uh, you, what you think. If I'll be honest, I don't really remember the dialogue much. <laughs> uh, I, I guess part of the problem of it being the first thing you show off, um, it may, may, maybe came across a little across a little cheesy, but you know, I, you know, I, I'm just like you said, interested in the whole co-op and, and the gameplay element, and I, I think just sitting back and playing that with friends is going to be, you know, where the real fun is for that one. Um, and you know, how you mentioned about you know having friends to play with, well. That's something I did again like about the conference was almost every single game that they showed off or talked about mm-hmm. at the end of it, they showed you a little title screen playable day one with Game Pass. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So really nice touch, I will say. Yeah. You know, um, I, I definitely was happy to see that and, and see that, you know, hey, look, you know, all these games, day one with Game Pass, you know, it's always refreshing to see, which I kind of expected, but it, it was nice to see it. Mm-hmm. Um uh, of course, they announced a new Forza game, and you know I will say, you know, graphically it looks incredible. The you know the ray tracing on the vehicles and, and just all the little different elements and everything, and you know it, it looks good. Personally, I'm not in the racing game, so you right. know it, it's something I might download just to check. But yeah, yeah I've never been big into <laughs> playing well, them or anything like that. Well, since you bring it up, what do you think and how do you think it compares up to the latest Gran Turismo game, like as far as visuals? Because, you know, I, I've heard and I've seen a little bit of the Gran Turismo, new Gran Turismo visuals. And I'm not I mean, mind you, I'm like you. I'm not really into the, you know, the car racing or the car uh, simulation, racing simulations. But yeah, um, I know I, I remember back in the days just being so impressed and just blown away by Gran Turismo um, titles and Forza titles. You know, they just they both look really good. But I noticed yeah. the last Gran Turismo, I, I just, I don't know, it just, to me, didn't feel like it progressed any at all. It was almost kind of like looking at a Madden, newer, newer iteration of a Madden <laughs> title, where it's like, oh, nothing's really changed. So, yeah. when it with that being said, like, how do you feel Forza ranks with that? Do you think that it's a vast improvement over the last Forza, or do you, like, what do you think? Or, like, yeah, is it a vast I, improvement over Gran Turismo, I should say? Yeah, I, I'm not sure, because I, I remember when they showed off, because uh, this Forza is... I think Forza Motorsport or something like that. Okay, yeah. Uh, but the last, I think, Forza game was Horizon 3 or 4 or something like that. Okay. Uh, and I want to say it took place in like Mexico or, or someplace like that. Mm. And I, I just remember even back then when they showed it off like last year or stuff, I was like, it looks incredible. Like the visually, it looks in- amazing. So um, I, I think it's just progressively getting a little bit better and better. And I think now with the whole ray tracing thing, you know, and the reflections, it's, 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 you know the details are starting to come in really, really nice. Um, I will say because you brought, like you said, you brought up Gran Turismo. I, I really hope uh, it, Forza isn't surrounded in so much controversy as uh, Gran oh, Turismo yeah. was. Yeah, man, absolutely. 
Gosh. I mean, geez, all that negative press and just, you know, all the, the bad monetization options they were doing with that. I, I just I felt bad. I was like, dang, man, yeah. it's like worse and worse and worse every week. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still going. I think they kind of yeah. caught, caught up in some more controversy with it, too, like reverting back to the <laughs> like old monetization oh, schemes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Really? Doesn't, doesn't end. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, okay. So yeah, you're right about that. Hopefully they'll have the mind set to just not touch that. You know, maybe that might be like a dig that they'll use later on as it, you know, is coming out or hey, something. Hey. It won't be yeah. bad, you know. Yeah. yeah, I like to announce my re- my arrival. I'm back, y'all. Hey man, welcome back. I'm using the phone app and this might sound horrible on your end, but I can't get my Wi Fi to work. So I'm using my phone as my you know connection to y'all yeah, that sounds okay all right yeah you know it's fine okay yeah so we were just kind of going over the uh showcase man and we were we talked about redfall um so we were kind of trying to uh go over that and then we were talking about forza a little bit um so did you want to kind of chime in on redfall at all at, at, or just kind of give you initial thoughts of showcase before we move on nice so I kind of feel like crap because I missed out on a whole lot of the show, but I'm going to try to keep the energy at y'all same level. Um, Redfall, I'm going to be positive right now because so many negative things just happened. <laughs> the game looks promising. That's that's the most I can say without trying to, um, you know, make anything out of it. It's The game is still in production, so I don't want to try to judge it based on what was currently shown i just think that for you know the way they pre- present the game in the beginning i thought it was gonna be like a horror type mm-hmm. game right but it's technically it's a one of a mill type of first um person shooter i guess no this is not first person this is um third person right. isn't it no, that's first person. No, it's first person. Yeah, right. it was just a gun. Yeah, it's like a Doom clone. Yeah, so what I was saying, <laughs> it, there's no innovation to, in, in this game, in, in my opinion, but, you know, it is it is what it is. It looks decent, but, yeah, I, I, I don't want to say too many bad things until I see more of the game. Oh, man, I was counting on you to say bad things, but no, anyway. <laughs> Believe me, no, but... <laughs> I wanted to, but my energy is so... In this other realm right now, due to dealing with Wi-Fi stuff, uh, so, so the network is- network network issues took away all that rage. I got you. Yeah, no, no, not rage. No, man, no rage. <laughs> <laughs> all the rage. Yeah, man, it's all good. It's okay. But uh, so, but you know, it's funny because just real quick, we we were kind of discussing what our main draw to it was, um, Redfall, and it was just mainly the co-op. You know, because like we were kind of discussing that admittedly it didn't seem too innovative you know it didn't seem like anything beyond the basic format of a you know typical co-op shooter but the idea that you can play with your friends and just kind of have a you know good time with it is the the definite appeal you know it's like i said the kid that if the element was missing where you guys weren't going to be on it then i just wouldn't even you know really wouldn't um bother with it like it to me would you know what i mean because it'd just be another generic shooter but here's my question. How many more zombies do I have to kill? How many more vampires now do I have to kill? How many more drones do I have to kill? Like, I need endless, games man. that are coming out. Hmm? Endless. I mean, endless is mindless to me. Like, I kind of <laughs> want I want some type of purpose other than upgrading my character. I think we've done that gameplay for the longest. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of companies have been trying to do is add a different type of spin 
but the spins are just gimmicks. I'm just looking for a additional innovation when it comes to making games for this new, I guess the new systems, not the next gen, but the current gen. Right. Just add something else to the to the gameplay that makes it feel like I'm playing on the current gen systems. That's also, and, yeah, and this is nothing new. Gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, we won't bother probably going back into Forza because you really care about oh, that. Forza <laughs> looks beautiful, but oh, that's always been Forza, man. Yeah. I mean, but but like I said before, it's, we've done it before. We've been there before with Forza. We know this is going to be his own separate studio that gets all of his 100% of time to only working on that game. So that game is always going to be polished. They need to try doing that with the current games they were displaying with the showcase. And I, that's that's just, again, it's not like this. the games they show was their final product. So I'm not judging it. But Forza, when they display that, that had no imperfections. <laughs> mm, that's all visuals. I'm saying. This, this, yes, yeah, exactly. Don't know about the gameplay part, but it it makes me feel like okay they're making something for the current gen now but the other games just not feeling that yet gotcha. okay and then uh another good one that looked pretty good was uh a plague's tale requiem i think it's the subtitle mm-hmm. yeah i think you're right yeah and it did look it looked, it looked really good i mean i was impressed by it and i hadn't played I, uh... the first one so i want to actually go back and try to play that <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say i have the first one I think I have it downloaded because it's on Game Pass. Uh, and I've wanted to check it out for a while. I just never actually, you know, carved out the time to go play it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what I will probably do now that I, I think they announced the release, uh, I will try to go play the first one to be ready for the second one because it does uh-huh. um, look pretty good. And, and uh, it looks like they're taking a more action kind of approach to it because yeah, even in the trailer, I think one of the characters was like, you know, oh, don't, you know, don't become like them or don't attack the guards or something like that. And she's like, well, why not? And just like started beating up guards and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. It. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I even saw a little bit of the, how the mechanic was. I, Cause I think there was a scene where she was going under the bed or something like that. Yeah. And it looked yeah. really similar to like last of us, kind of the motion of it and everything. So I was yeah. like, oh snap. Okay. So that, that, that definitely, um, looks interesting i definitely can't uh wait to see some more about that uh the uh the new game from the people behind rick and morty <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah 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 what was it called um, i can't remember what was that called god hot high something they were high when they made it yeah hey i mean it, oh absolutely yeah. not about to say it's not I outside mean, the realm of possibilities there i mean I mean, if you look at the weapons, somebody was in a certain state of mind when they're like, how can we make our guns talk to us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And see, I, I like that because it was it was uh, I liked how each gun like has its own character and voice actor and, and I guess talks and interacts with you and stuff like that. And so, I, you know, high on life. That's the title. Now, ah, the cool thing about that. Is I do remember in Borderlands 2, I think it was, one of the guns did talk to you, like had his own AI, and that was fun. So I remember it being fun in Borderlands. So I wonder, would it translate the same way in this um, Rick and Morty game? Which it might, because it looks like it could be fun, but doesn't seem like my kind of game to play. It, you know, it, it's fair. It's fair. As I was kind of telling them uh, before the show, uh, I think the same people, or at least the same minds uh, behind Rick and Morty, 
made a game. I, I think it's called the the accountants or accounting or something like that, which is uh, a VR experience. And that, I mean, that game is just hilarious. You know, it's <laughs> such a funny game. So uh, I, I'm excited to to get another game with this same like kind of humor um, and you know first person shooter. So yeah. that, that helps do it. Yeah, I could totally see you coming in line with that kind of humor. Hey man, surprised. I love it. The dumber the better. <laughs> so um another game I just remembered as I'm looking at a list, uh that looked pretty interesting. Uh uh Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. I don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> you might have missed that one. I'm sure I've seen it, I just probably don't remember. Yeah. That's um, that's me with most of the showcase. <laughs> dang. <laughs> dang. Yeah, it was like a third person action adventure type game and it, it uh it looked interesting and you know a new ip which is always exciting I'm kind of getting a little tired of the same things over and over again so new mm-hmm. ips i'm always welcome for um and it just it looked it looked different it looked interesting um well, you can rock and guns and axes too so can't go wrong with that exactly exactly so uh i'm interested to kind of check that out you know okay yeah i might look more into it i have to go back and look at that video i'll be honest i completely forgot all about it <laughs> uh before we get to uh a big one I know you guys, uh, you two can definitely talk all day about. Mm-hmm. Uh, briefly, I just want to say Diablo 4 looked incredible. Incredible. It, I uh, It does look nice. Um, I, I, and I'll, Full disclosure, and I know the people are going to probably come after me for this, but I've never played a Diablo game. Wait, really? Yeah. I've never I, played I'm, on, I'm on the same boat. I'm on the same boat. Mm-hmm. I've tried one of the games, I guess, was on like a trial run, and I did not care for it at the time. Now, here's the real thing about that, because um, Diablo, um, I think in the beginning, it was, well, not think, but it was in the beginning, like a PC game only, right? Like up until, what was it, part two? Uh, or did they re-release I, I it know, or something? I know for a fact three was on console. So yeah, that know. one I knew, yeah. But I can't remember if two, they had re-released it to go to consoles. But the point is, is that by the time it came to consoles, I guess I just wasn't really into that kind of thing anymore. Because like, for example, I played Gauntlet. You know, mm-hmm. which is not I'm not I'm sure it's not exactly like Diablo, but it's kind of has that same kind of like feel or presentation, at least in my opinion. So yeah. and I like Gauntlet. So I, I bring that up to say I like Gauntlet. So I honestly if I I wasn't really big on PC gaming like that, um, you know, except for like maybe Doom and, and things like that or Doom 2. Um, but I always did want to give Diablo a try. I just never really had the means to do it. Um and then by the time, like I said, it came to consoles, I kind of was just kind of out of that phase of really wanting to play those types of games. Although I still kind of retained a little bit of interest and thought like to myself, if I ran across people who, you know, I was really cool with and wanted to play it, then I would definitely, you know, give it a shot. Um, so all that to say that, I mean, this Diablo 4, you know, it looks really good. It kind of did bring me back to the days where I did play Gauntlet and it's kind of, you know, kind of re-sparked something in me to kind of say, you know what, maybe... It's worth you know checking out, so I wouldn't mind it. You know, it's funny because I, as I was watching the gameplay, I was like, you know, it it looks fun. You know, granted, mm-hmm. Blizzard's been Blizzard lately, so yeah. you know, I hold <laughs> try to hold off on the hype a little bit to kind of see what we actually get when it launches because they could definitely butcher the launch like they've done with a lot of other things lately. So uh, you know, I'll say that what we did see looked amazing. You know, I am excited for it. I would tell you though. Uh, it did leave leave me itching to play a Diablo type game, uh, um, or play Diablo in general. Um, so, uh, if you do want to play some Diablo three, 
let me know because I I I am down. I, I I was just checking while you were talking. Yeah. It unfortunately is a not. It is not part of the PlayStation Plus collection or uh, okay. uh, new tiers. Uh, so it's not on Game Pass, is it? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I own it on Xbox. Okay. So I I don't think it is unfortunately, which is, it's just odd to me because it's an old game at this point. Mm-hmm. So you would think it would be. Um. It'd but be a great opportunity guys, for them to load it on there. But, yeah, you know. but I mean, if you guys uh, are in the, uh, you know, ever want to give it a shot, I would definitely be down for that. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and that way I can kind of get in there and just kind of see how it comes about. So, but honestly, I think, you know, all that to say is I think I definitely would be interested in Diablo 4. But again, pending you, your point of the <laughs> Blizzard and what they choose to do with yeah. it on release. But regardless, if it seems to come out decent enough, then I'm excited for it. So, um, we also got uh, an, another trailer for Overwatch 2, as well as some new pieces of information. Uh, one being that the open beta, I believe it is, is is it October, I think, right? Um, I thought October was the release, but maybe you're right. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it supposed to come out in October? I thought so. Uh, maybe I'm yeah, wrong. but beta, though. Hmm. At, at the end, they uh, mentioned beta. Yeah, it's possible that maybe the beta... It's gonna be tested before. Cause I think PCs tested anyways before consoles. Yeah, it says no, uh, it's coming it's... out on October fourth. The the title. I don't see when. It, I'm trying to now to see when the. Okay, the beta begins June twenty eighth. Hmm. Now right. is it gonna be consoles or PC gamers? Uh, it says PC beta. console. Nice. Both. Okay. Yeah. You sure, because I see an article uh, here that says early access begins October fourth. Well, early access could mean like the. I guess whoever purchasing uh, yeah, can purchase. or like you know like because I'm looking at it now and it says Overwatch launching on fourth will be free to play on PC Xbox Series Xbox One you know blah 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 and uh yeah it doesn't say anything about beta and it says here on this announcement here that's supposed to be June so I don't know I guess we'll see mm. regardless of which I mean I I don't honestly care too much uh but we'll you know I might my mindset might change like what do y'all think y'all are y'all hyped about because I know we talked about it last time about our impressions of it. Like, what do you, did, did this did this showcase kind of change your mind at all? At, you know, towards it or it this it showed the junket on town cream, and uh, I'm thinking that her character design is is it's more it's fresher than some of the other characters they've been releasing in the past. She seems to have a different type of mechanic, and I will, I'm only excited about seeing what they do with Diva. But again, the game is still fun. Right. So the game is still fun. So if they can add more gameplay, more characters, I'm all for it. Just don't call it Overwatch 2. Just keep it Overwatch. Stop. Uh, stop. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. What about you, um, uh, kid? Yeah, I already know I don't really have much of a, a race <laughs> when it comes to Overwatch. But <laughs> but I, I, I will say um, the fact that it's, I guess, now free to play uh I wouldn't be opposed to checking it out, and I think it'll be, even be cross-play as well. So, hmm. um, not to say I wouldn't probably just play on PlayStation, which I'll... Um, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to now checking it out. Um, it wouldn't probably be something that sticks with me, but uh, a free-to-play game, I'll definitely get a couple games in. Yeah, it definitely will be cross-play. They, they won't take that feature away. Yeah, and I mean, since you bring that up about, like, you know, being it being free to play. Like, are we concerned about that, guys? Like, what do you what do y'all think? Because I'm sure we talked about this before about the free to play games and that and the possible impacts. So I'll say this because I'm sure you two have way more to say. Uh, personally, 
I think Overwatch, the way it it is and monetized, should have been free to play because, uh, you know, you buy the game and you get the content. However, you know, you get a loot box every time you level up, mm-hmm. or you can buy more. True. Uh, which to me that already by itself was a free to play type of model anyway. So if they keep that exact same model where you know you get the content, um, you level up, you get a loot box, and then you know. You can buy more if you want to. I say by all means do that. But mm-hmm. you know, if they start locking characters behind paywalls or you know, um, locking maps or modes and stuff like that, I'll say you lost me. But if they yeah. keep the exact same way it is with Overwatch One, just taking away the pay, uh, the the price tag, then I'm down for it. And see, I'm but that's that's why I think they went to the free to play because they will start using paywalls. Yeah, I, I mean that's how the, that's how they would make their money. Well, so yeah. it's not about. I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm being rude. <laughs> go ahead. Oh uh, no, I think I may have cut you off. No, so no, no, I was the rude one. You good? All right. Well, everybody, this is how gentlemen's um perform. Yeah, so just thank you for doing it. But yeah, I was just thinking like when you when they say free to play, I was trying to in my mind figure out how would they be making money because when I hear free to play, I hear CEOs, you know, thinking, hey, how can we make more money? So yeah, it's gonna be paywalls. It's gonna be not just cosmetics. It's gonna be something that is gonna. I don't know what they're gonna to do to screw this up, but they're gonna do something that's gonna piss people off. So just you just gotta wait and see. Yeah, um, and you know, to Star's point, that's a little bit of my concern too. Is that you know that it's gonna be an open opportunity um, for them to paywall paywall a bunch of you know features in the game, which you know it's always a bad thing. Um, which I know is debatable because people say it's free to play. You know, it's like so what are you complaining about? But it's like eh, but it kind of just depends on how much of an effect that has on the game. You know what I mean? You know, there, there's been so many games we've experienced in the past that were free to play that just ended up not really being that fun because they got so greedy about it. Um, like so I just feel Destiny? Like thinking, well, uh, hey, I, I, I want to get yeah, back right. into... I said, if I want to get back into Destiny, the amount of money I have to pay just to catch up with a lot of the game and the story, mm. it's way more than it would have cost just to buy the game. Like, it's... Yeah. It's so, yeah, so, yeah, it's it's like... If you don't start playing Overwatch 2 in the beginning and, and earn points to be able to unlock things without the paywall, people who start playing it later down the line, if they want to catch up to people who's currently already been playing it for a couple months or years, it might be costly if they want to try to catch up to having options like other people might already have unlocked because they played it since the beginning. And and to and to add to your point too, like with Destiny too, I did notice that with the latest, uh, I think the Witch Queen expansion, they had started doing some other questionable parts of it, like how they were breaking up dungeons for separate costs. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. So uh, yeah, so to your point, yeah, I can see that. And if that does become something like how they do it Overwatch two, then that can be very concerning. Because um, I do agree, kid. I do feel like it should have been free to play to, to begin with, just because at that t- at the time it was really just. It's it's only just like a you know multiplayer you know like a six v six, you know there's no other yeah. meat to the game, you know and you're essentially was paying like what sixty bucks for that you know it just was kind of wild to me but ah we'll see man I don't know, it's a little nerve wracking though but and plus it's Blizzard 
So let's not forget and that. Plus, yeah. <laughs> we got we also have to remember that we're living in a different economy now. Like this is a recession. So these companies are hurting for cash. They yes, have they, a they certain type of profit margin. <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah. But here here's the thing. I, I, I do believe they are because if <laughs> you know this this way I like to imagine how rich people worry because or how wealthy people worry. Because if the actual value of the dollar starts declining, I don't care how much money you have in the bank, everybody's money value is declining. So these companies, because they have so much assets and so much uh, uh, responsibilities to these assets, they have to try to secure their profit margins. So they're going to get very greedy just so they can continue on making as much money to keep the value on their stocks at, at a certain point to where they can always look at their shareholders and say, hey, we're doing good, even in this economy. Um, but the yeah, it's it's interesting. I just think that this is a cash grab, but it's gonna it's gonna look bad for them if they if they go the route of how can we just squeeze nickels and dimes out of our players. So I'm going to save my audience the excessive rant that I would go into because, you know, me and corporations and, 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 mm -hmm. and, you know, that whole capitalism venture out there. Um, I can go on for like days about that now, but I'm not. I'm going to spare my audience because, you know, you know, we're talking about games. <laughs> um, but I want to throw in real quick that, you know, like I said, because I hear what you're saying, Star, I really do. But like, I, I just there's so much experience I have in looking at these companies and corporations and what they do that. And to be to be fair, yeah, the the value of the dollar is important. I, yeah, I do understand how it can the devaluation of the dollar does worry people, especially in in the wealthy as well. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that you know a lot of times they're going to have reserves already. It's 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 less about them being worried about losing money or not gaining enough money. It's just that it's it's more about how greedy they become. You know, um, yeah, you know, like yeah. just like for example, when you look at. Because if anything, they're going to look at uh, they're going to use the current situation that we're in with the recession or whatnot and just use it as an excuse, you know, kind of similar to the gas companies where they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that whole thing with Ukraine and Russia, you know, hey, what can we do when there's been studies and statistics to show that, oh, actually, the barrel cost is going down, but they still have the price mm -hmm. per gallon at five dollars or more. And so more yeah. it is six dollars from places, but because they keep forcing that narrative out there of, hey, you know times are uh, uh you know that whole thing with the the conflict is still you know making prices insane and you know with uh our government's not stepping in to really do anything about that or saying to them that hey y'all gotta cut that out you know growing a backbone because you know we're they, we know they bought out by you know uh the corporation majority of the time anyway it's like they you know they're going to continue doing it you know they're going to continue you know trying to push that narrative of oh yeah for us you know please, you know, like understand that we have to charge you double or triple now for these things, you know, because we're really struggling financially wise. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I'm not going to say there's, I, I don't want to say there's absolutely no merit to it. And maybe there's little tiny bits of merits here and there in, in, in regards to the truth of that. But I just, for the majority, man, just knowing how corporations operate, man, I, I don't buy that. So, but anyway, yeah. I probably went on too long. I apologize, everybody. I just get to my little rants about that. And nothing to apologize for, man. This is knowledge. Yeah, man. So, so before we get to the uh, finale of the show, there's two little other quick things I wanted to talk about. One, uh, and this kind of came as a big shock to me, uh, they are breaking Persona to Xbox, finally. 
which oh, I yeah. was uh, I was pumped to see that. Persona three, four, and five are all coming to Xbox and of course Xbox Game Pass, uh, which uh, definitely excited about because I am a huge uh, Persona fan, uh, mainly with Persona five because that's one of my like top five games of all time. So to but see you already now, have those games I was about to say, on the PS. Yeah, but the more people that have access to it and can play it, the more fans you create, the more fans you create, the more games you can make because you got more people willing to buy it. Ah, uh, yeah, so you're well, looking at you, the long game. Think, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah so I mean, here's, here's my thing, though. It, it, it makes sense for all games to start becoming at some point cross-play or available on other medias because that will only make those developers more money. It makes sense to do that. I just don't know why it took this long for certain games to cross and jump over to other consoles. I mean, nothing should be money. exclusive. Yeah, definitely money, <laughs> but nothing should stay exclusive forever. Some things should just be able to have a certain time frame, and then everybody else should be able to have access. Unless it's one of those games that's made exclusively because that company or that developer is owned by that that company, but like Nintendo. Pokemon, that type of thing makes sense. They don't want to share their profits, but I mean, not not knocking uh, a persona, not saying that that game can just make it on anything, but it should be able to grow anywhere it wants because it's a good game and everyone should have an option to play it. Well, I uh, I was hoping we would get a Persona Six announcement. Unfortunately, we did not, but. Uh, it, it was still nice to kind of see these games come to a, a whole new platform. Um, we we might we might have got a Persona Six announcement because Kojima is supposed to be working on something. We just don't know what. It was just <laughs> that was the next me. thing I wanted to talk about <laughs> right. is that we did get an announcement that Xbox and Hideo Kojima are making a game together. That's so it. Just, that was that's yeah. That's it. Uh, here's uh, my thing, Kojima. Apparently, yeah. He uh, mm-hmm. he said, "Quote." This is a game I always wanted to make. In mm-hmm. quotes. Correct. Meaning that he's not made this game yet. So we can't just think that, oh, he's going to do another Sonic Hill. Or he's going to do this. Or do that. No. No. Kojima is going to make what Kojima wants to make. Oh, yeah, we don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much established. I think you're right about that. So, um, yeah. And I think given his just tenure, man, I mean, you know, because I know some people may be like, oh, man, that's really it and all. But I think, I mean, it's Kojima, so it's honestly it's enough for majority of the fans for them to know yeah. that oh he's going to be doing something, you know, partnering up yeah. with the Xbox. So that to them, to them, that's probably like hey. And I think he even he mentioned in there it's going to take some time, right? He said it may I, take I a little bit so. of time to put out. Yeah, the, yeah. So which, you know, which makes sense because Death mm-hmm. Stranding just came out what like two, three years ago, roughly I think. about three years. So mm-hmm. and I think the director's cut just came out like last year. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, you know, it makes sense that they're still working on something. And I think there was, um, a, a game kind of teased with some new act or some actress. I, I can't remember her name or something like that. And so this might be what they're, uh, what he's referring to now, but it is, I know for me personally, I'm just excited to see, oh snap, we got a Hideo Kojima game coming, um, down the road. And, uh, I guess it did kind of go out of their norm of what they kind of stated in the beginning that everything you see will be available in the next 12 months because uh, i don't think we're getting this in 12 months yeah probably not but uh, but you know but i think that 
honestly, back to that line I said that because uh, I believe he did mention that you know the game's going to take a while. But I think what why that was so important and essential is because it establishes that there's a good relationship between them two. Um, you know that he's not going to be faced with this whole idea of like you said having to push out something within the next twelve months. You know, like they're literally saying, "Hey, we're willing to work with you and give all give you all the time you need." You're Kojima. You know, you take as long as you need. Uh, yeah. to put together this masterpiece that you're working on and we're cool with that so I, that's why i think that that but, statement he made his, was probably the most important part of that you know of him but here's the thing this, this is kojima so what if it is going to come out in the next 12 months and this is probably one of his little mind tricks could be hey that, it ends up being better then um yeah you know, maybe this was something that was in the works for quite a bit behind the scenes and yeah know, we're just not hearing about it so there's a possibility of that but i just felt like nice. yeah so I, but i just felt like you know it was cool for him to say that just because it establishes that all right he's going to get the time that he needs to do it as opposed to you know another company uh that remains nameless now um <laughs> that you know kind of pushed him you know like try to push him hard and say no you need to wrap this up you know what i mean yeah yeah i, I mean and I, I think if you just give the man you know, time and money, I think he will produce uh, an amazing experience, you know? Yeah. Um, and plus, because, you know, you know Death Stranding, I mean, mind you, the argue, I know some people can argue about the success of that game, you know, like whether it was successful or uh, deemed a failure, depending on, you know, like how you look at the sales and what he was up against. Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, for him, that was probably a successful venture that he was able to do on his own to say, hey, I, you know, I had the time to do my, you know, to perform my vision. And just the idea that being with Xbox, with a powerhouse like Xbox and saying, hey, I still I get to have the time all the time I need to put out something truly remarkable. Um, it's just going to add more to the value. Though. I think it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then Death Stranding, I mean, it wasn't a game made for the American palate. But that game Definitely was not. successful yeah, successful um, across or overseas in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to knock the game just because it wasn't popular for Americans. Americans aren't the standard of what's good or bad. I mean, we might be the standard of what's bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, the, the game... <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I had to throw it in there to kind of bounce it out, but go ahead. <laughs> but, hey, we are... most. I'm not going to just go on a rap, but I think most of the world thinks Americans are just selfish and, and we're just so self-absorbed. I'm here to say that we are. I'm very aware of our uh, flaws. So yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, um, listen. At best, yeah, at, yeah. at best, to the worst of the world, we're hilarious, and at worst, we're the most terrible nation in the world. So yeah, yeah. The, so like that's the, that's the, the two the, that's the two views you get: hilarious <laughs> or terrible. <laughs> so yeah, I think the game did great everywhere else. It's just that it just didn't have what most of us as Americans look for in games. If there's no violence, we look at the game like, what is this? I mean, you can play cards somewhere else. I mean, so this ain't Call of yeah. Duty. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there's no team. No no yeah. I can't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Kojima tried to add some elements in there to keep Americans happy, but. You know, it's, it's it's it wasn't it wasn't well received in America, but it should still be a good game regardless. Because I did look at the story. I went on YouTube. Good story. Um, 
I I just to me I I just did not want to be a FedEx person yeah. in a game. Dang, so. alrighty. Oh, hey, man, well, you know what? Speak for yourself, because I'm. I'll tell you what. With that, because it's on PlayStation Extra, right? It is. It so, is. Yeah, it is. So I don't mind being UPS. You know, like delivery man <laughs> on that game. That's fine. I, you know, it's free right. now. Uh, not free, but it's on the subscription <laughs> service now. So I'll do it. Oh yeah, you are paying. You just, no, yeah, yeah, I'll pay, but I mean for everything. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's it's the right price for it, being the UPS delivery <laughs> man. And of course, hey, we... hmm? what? Oh no, I, I stopped. All right, uh, and I was just say, of course, they ended the show with finally, finally showing us actual gameplay footage of Starfield. You know, finally. Oh yeah, yeah. This um, is the one I'm very interested in our takes on. You know, I. I, uh, you know, I still want to see more. I still want to see, you know, um, just regular gameplay, unscripted, just played by somebody else that isn't, you know, such a uh, done, you know, stage and everything. But I will say I, I was not completely disappointed with what I saw. I thought the gunplay looked all right. You know, it looked serviceable. I mean, obviously what they showed was really early game stuff. I think most of the enemies, especially in the beginning, were like level one and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing too, too crazy. Um, I you know, the graphics look pretty good. I mean, nothing groundbreaking, but it's, it's Bethesda, you know, so I wasn't <laughs> expecting uh, anything phenomenal. Right. Um, I, I will say when they did show the actual, like, dialogue and, and the conversations with NPCs, I will say the NPCs look much, much better. The faces look a lot more realistic. They look a lot better than, you know, some of the other games they've made recently, <clears throat> Fallout 76 and stuff. <laughs> um, I was excited for that. Uh, I'll tell you what really kind of got me hyped was uh, the old ship in space part. Um, Being able to kind of build and customize your ship. And they showed a little bit off and it looks like there's a lot of customizations, like even down to like different parts can be different colors and stuff like that. Mm. Um, And then, of course, there's actual ship combat and gameplay. Uh, You know, there's dogfights and... Uh, you could just like fly, fly through space, and they did. Uh, he did do an interview with Todd Howard recently, and apparently, uh, I, I think the uh, the space combat or the space travel isn't seamless. So what I think, because I was a little confused when they were showing it off, because mm-hmm. he was saying how uh, they were they were saying that you can land anywhere on the planet, and so I was wondering like, was it a no man's sky type deal where you just fly into the planet and then you're just there there is no loading screen there's no like cinematic you're just boom you just fly and you land or was there going to be something to kind of interrupt that and like you you go to that planet and you press a you press you know uh whatever button to actually land there and then you can pick where you land from the sky or something but and i predict um, that it may be the latter because no man's sky that technology is patent unless microsoft is leasing that or well, they came up with their own proprietary, um, but I don't think they are going to use that same, um, uh, I guess you call it what, feature oh. or the same technology. Well, yeah, that, that's why I said he did that interview and said it wouldn't be seamless. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I, I, I don't think it would be like that. If it was that, ugh, that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it is like, like you said, it's it it won't be like that. It'll be more of, you know, some kind of loaded screen or something. But uh, it, it still looks exciting because I think he said, what is it? There's a hundred galaxies with over a thousand planets or something like that. And yeah, let's be honest. Are like 950 of those planets going to be basic with nothing to do or, you know, really generic? 
probably more than likely most of those planets aren't really going to be too exciting but just still being able to go out and explore and, and to see all these possibilities and then just be able to, to fly your ship around space i, yeah. I think that's going to be pretty fun mm-hmm. yeah. i'm not excited for it i, I mean there was no man's sky Mm-hmm. And No Man's Sky has Dang. been built up right now to be pretty daggone good if anyone wants to jump into it and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, the way that he kind of showcased it off, was the excitement level was just gone. It felt so tutorial. No, that's not the word I want to use. It felt, it felt boring. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It felt like they should have added some more excitement or something to the, to the game so that when I think of that game if i think of starfield if someone who never played it before i want to feel excited for it and there was nothing for me to feel excited for because there's no man's sky right now okay interesting i don't know nothing new there's nothing new nothing (laughs) nothing new to see here gotcha no nothing new well i mean i'll take kind of the middle approach in regards to it um i think the strongest things that are holding together now is the conception or the conceptual direction of the game you know like just the idea of it um and also the exploration aspect of it um i do i think those are the two strongest points that were showcased as much as it could be um to enough so to where if people are still interested people are still intrigued to want to try it out and see what it's going to be like when it finally releases um i know there were some people who mentioned how rough it looked um compared a lot to compared it a lot to no man's sky and honestly, you know, I can see this concern of that, you know, um, I'm not, I wasn't really as shocked about it because it is a Bethesda title. Um, I have not seen much visual improvements of Bethesda titles for quite a bit. And this is not to say I've played all of them or like really am versed in knowing about them like that. But I've just seen from the outlook of the visuals, I never really was able to say, oh, wow, like this is a drastic improvement over previous Bethesda titles, you know, um, at least yeah. my opinion anyway um and, and plus because it doesn't help that i think they still are working with the same engine it's just updated engine or something like that <sighs> yeah they're not great, they man. are not letting go of that engine they man. do not want they need to, to. <laughs> they like, need to like god that, man, that engine got four hundred thousand miles to go <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's over like you pushed it to his limit like i, I get it bethesda but you guys could do so much better if you just get a new engine. Just oh my god! I'm sorry, I mean last hour, but you got me just imagining it like Bethesda resuscitating it. It's like yeah, it's like we're losing it, guys. Come on, break them out. This is clear. Like it's like all right, we got a little just, more juice out of it. Like oh, a man. little bit more, man. I just I see it now, bro. All the bugs and glitches that are available day one because of this stupid engine. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, but so it, so that's that's part of the concern I can see with it. Um, I think another concern that I was seeing was floating around was that they didn't, and I don't know how to really feel about it, but I know that people were kind of like sad about not seeing more of what the story will entail, like what exactly the direction of the story is going into. And I don't think they mean like necessarily to review reveal what the story is about or give spoilers, but just give like us a general understanding of what to expect with the story, like. What is the purpose of it? You know, like, what are we going to be doing? Are we going to be, like, trying to stop a galaxy threat? Um, You know, like, what, you know, was it just purely exploration where we're just discovering new stories as we go along? Um, So, I, 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 
it's tough because I do kind of understand that a lot where you just kind of at least want to know about more about the game and wh what direction it's going and what it, and the story that it's trying to tell. Um, but I don't know. At the same time, maybe it could just be something they're just waiting to just leave for people to find out for themselves. I don't know. They kind of like vaguely uh, uh, described it. You know, you I can't remember what organization that it is that you joined, but uh, you end up like working with this uh, group of people whose whole goal is to kind of explore the galaxy and to kind of explore and do all that fun stuff. And so, um, you know, I, I'm in the camp of, you know, especially with how far away it is, you know, probably probably closer to about a year away. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it's fine to not get a whole bunch of story bits just yet, you know, or, mm -hmm. and, you know, as long as uh, it comes a little bit later down the road. Um, you, you know, I know for me, I just, I wanted to see what it looked like. How's it going to play? How's it going to run? You know, all right, it's space. Do we get a ship? Do we get to control the ship? You know, cause like right. uh, a very similar game, uh, the outer worlds that came out just a couple years ago, um, you know, granted, that was a lot more smaller scale. Uh, but, you know, like, for instance, that game, you had a ship, but I don't think you could customize it. And you definitely didn't fly it. You just opened mm. up a map and said, hey, I want to go here. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I know for me, I was just I just wanted to kind of see how the game would look and run. But, yeah, as we get closer to launch, it would be nice to kind of see a little bit more about the story. And hopefully, uh, you know, that but as the storytelling is still there and mm. the story, you know, does have some good moments and, um, and all that good stuff. Uh, and they did show off a little bit of the, uh, like skill tree and skill system, which I, I did like, I, I did, you know, they have a bunch of different skills, which is nice to kind of build up your character the way you want. And he briefly mentioned about how, like, you know, the more you do a skill, the better it gets. And I, and I do always like that kind of gameplay system. You know, if I use one handed weapons a lot, then let me get better mm. with that to, you know, made me want to use them more. So I, I did like that system. I can't wait to yeah. see a little more of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I can respect all that you said and everything. And I think that's mainly what people are just worried about was they, unlike other people who were kind of talking about how it looked rough and how it looked kind of like choppy and, and kind of a bad presentation, you still had people who were like, you know what, I'm, I'm okay with how it looks. I just care about the story. And I think that's where the concern came about with those people. That we're just more interested in the Bethesda storytelling, like, hey, you know, are we going to be looking at you presenting, you know, giving us something that can, you know, meet our expectations when it comes to the story wise, and and for them not but, to hear as much, you know, I guess. They're but is it Bethesda? Are they moving away from story? Because isn't that what uh, Fallout seventy six was all about? The player creating their own story, like, what they getting lazy with having to uh, always make a compelling story I think they, was, they want to separate from that i think that was more of a trend that they were just trying to cash in on like they saw a popularity of like live service and was like yeah yeah you know what i mean okay. I, that's what they i think even, they even went behind it because you're, you're absolutely right star because it, it actually released with no npcs or at least like NPCs you could talk to and inter interact with and everything right. like that, mm -hmm. which uh, people were a lot of people were pissed about because it's like, how do you have a follow game and I I can't talk to anybody? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. and they actually uh, went back on that, and I, I think it was the Wastelanders update or it was some update mm -hmm. where they actually uh, introduced NPCs that you can talk and interact with into the game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they had to do uh, something. Oh yeah, because... man. They knew they messed that up. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. I think that through. Hey. Oh man! At least let no, me let me clarify the 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 management team. I don't think thought that through. Like yes. you know, developers I'm yeah. sure are like giving them warnings and heads up all the time, and they were just probably being ignored. But you know, you know how that goes. Yeah. 
But you know, like, it, um, if you're not coming to me talking about money, then why are you here? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it looks interesting, and you know, it, like they kind of like to boast about, but it is also kind of true. You know, this is their first new IP in what ten or twenty years or something like that. They said so. Um, I am excited to kind of see what they do with it. I mean, they have a lot riding on them, kind of like with Activision Blizzard. I mean, they have been in a negative press world a lot lately, so um, they have a lot riding on this to kind of see how this game performs. And, you know, not only that, I mean, uh, we would be curious to see how this does, you know, if it's not that well, because after this, you know, we get Avowed, which is from Obsidian, and a lot of people, you know, praising a city and even for their recent game the outer world so it's just it's gonna be interesting to see yeah. you know you know because if this isn't good and then you know um Val comes out and it knocks it out the park oh, bethesda man they, they mm. yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> not yeah. to say microsoft will shut them down or anything you know yeah. like ea like to do but uh you know no nah, not not, not for that price tag i don't think that's gonna happen nah, so many, nah. <laughs> if at all you know, I I like the as a whole. Uh, overall, I like the uh, the Xbox conference. I, I think that there were good bit of hits, a couple of misses. Um, but you know, for the most part, I I, I left feeling pretty good. I'm excited for the next couple of months. Uh, and uh, again, it's uh, I love that just about everything they showed gonna be on Game Pass. So I know that you know, the next couple of months, I have a couple things to look forward to that I'm gonna throw in Game Pass, and I'll definitely be checking out. That's cool. And here comes Star to say the exact opposite, right? Oh boy. Star? Um, no opposites. I really feel <laughs> oh, like man. they um I just feel like they um did their best because <laughs> I gave them the, you gave them the participation trophy, man. <laughs> I, I mean they knew other companies were gonna have a showcase, so they had to do something. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's um it worked. It worked. Hey man, subtle man. I like it. I was, I, like I was it. positive, man. I, was I positive. mean, yeah. If you want to call it, that's hey, that's positive, man. Ooh, that was positively a, a good job, man. I like that. I gave it that participation. I don't want to think that I'm being facetious with my statements, man. They, yeah, well, fair enough. Oof, <laughs> oh God. So, well, I mean, I guess that's it, man. Is there anything we're missing? Star, did you want to give an impression real quick of the PlayStation Extra Plus Extra? Because I know you kind of you know, was out for that period when we were talking about that. Oh, no impressions right now. I just need to eat. Okay. Yeah. And plus you still haven't dived into it yet. So, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Not yet. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, people. Real, real quick, BP, did, did you like it? Not like it? Thought it was okay? Or What's that? Oh, the showcase. Oh. Oh, yeah. I got so wrapped up in y'all's. Okay. Um, real quick. Uh, there were parts of it I liked um, as far as at least giving people something to look forward to. Um, you know, you can debate and argue about whether the presentation was good, whether the games look good or bad or whatever. But, you know, at the very least, they did something to say, hey, here, we gave, we're we going to give you some footage. We're going to give you some a little more info about what's to come. So, I mean, to me, that's always yeah. a good thing just to kind of give that out there. So good or bad. And and it didn't seem like they were afraid, you know, to do so, provided that maybe some of them didn't look as polished or look pretty rough or something like that or or concerning. They still were like, you know what, we'll just show you what we got. And, you know, rest assured, like you said earlier, that it's going to happen in the next few months uh, or, you know, next 12 months. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So I think overall, like, that's the plus of it. 
Um, the negative was I didn't really remember a whole lot about it. So I think as a negative viewpoint, it didn't really stick out as much as I think it should have. But again, that's my balance for it. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. I don't want to say anything bad about it because, again, the games they were displaying were not fully developed yet. They were just, you know, just giving you a sense of what's to come. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's how I'm being nice, yo. I, don't I, forget this moment. I mean, I would applaud, man, but I don't know. Like, I feel like this is a trap that you're setting me up for, but, you know. No, no <laughs> trap, man. So, but that's cool. That's cool. That went, that went pretty good. So, um, yeah. Yeah, because I ain't got nothing else. What about you, kid? That's it. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was about it. Uh, 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 go play Persona Five when it comes out on Game Pass. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give that little speech that you're not endorsed or paid by um, the makers of Persona at all or anything? Uh, no, not at all. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> leave it. Leave it as a mystery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing, uh, yeah, that's cool. but uh, it is one of the best games ever. So yeah, I would definitely recommend. It. And then you also get the newer version, Persona Five Royal. So uh, yeah, that's true it. too. Awesome. Go play it. Awesome. Okay, that sounds like a good sign off. Um, I'm gonna leave the uh, contact information for us in the show notes as usual. Um, you can check out our website. I'm sure I updated it by now uh, for in the show notes and everything. But it's gamercreditsonline.com. Uh, um, that's where you can find a lot of the connections to Facebook and Twitter and uh, YouTube and Anchor and all those different uh, platforms that we're on. So just be sure to check that out and uh, catch you on the next time. Let's get it. All right, peeps. All right, peace. Peace. Hey, man, that's my thing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm just joking. I ain't going to ever do that again. I no, man, I'm joking, man. <laughs> now do it again next week. <laughs>